Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sports Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Always the top stories and the latest breaking news on Top Hit Tuesday. Welcome to ZFM Sport, the nation's top sports show. And in the studio, a top team of pundits. That team, Chris Midzi, Alois Bunjira, Barry Manandi. My name is Mike Madoda and the man behind the desk pulling all the strings is Sean Tafirinika, our producer. What can you expect on the show today? On the home front, following the Chevron's T20 International Series whitewash to Afghanistan, Zimbabwe, Cricket have appointed Dave Houghton as head coach of the Zimbabwe senior men's national team in a reshuffle that sees Lauchand Rajput assuming a new role as technical director. Being a Tuesday, we have our Formula One report proudly brought to you by Zimoko and Ferrari Formula One boss Mattia Pinotto says you'd rather have the challenge of fixing an unreliable but competitive package than the other way around. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from Nottingham, London as well as San Francisco. And it's time for the beautiful game, the International Football Association Board, the IFAB. Uh, football's lawmakers say artificial intelligence-driven semi-automated VAR, that's visiting video assistant referee offside technology, is on course to be implemented for this year's World Cup in Qatar. Holders France failed to qualify for the final four of the Nations League when they slumped to a 1-0 defeat at home to Croatia as they stayed winless in the competition and trailing their old rev- re- rivals <laughs> by two. <laughs> points in the Nations League standings Germany go up against Italy in Mönchengladbach tonight The Warriors The Chevrons, the Cheetahs The Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe The Home Front Local sports news and analysis all right, let's get straight uh, into the cricket. We're following the Chevron's T20 International Series whitewash to Afghanistan as Zimbabwe cricket has appointed Dave Houghton as head coach of the Zimbabwe senior men's national team in a reshuffle that sees Lauchand Rajput assuming a new role as technical director. The Chevron's lost the third and final T20 International by 35 runs to the tourists this afternoon as the visitors completed a limited over series whitewash of Zimbabwe in both formats of the game. The tail of the tape, just to uh, rub a bit of salt into your wounds if you're a cricket fan and you're listening. Uh, Afghanistan making 125 for 8 in the allotted 20 overs. At that point we thought that Zimbabwe was well and truly in the game. In fact, we thought that Zimbabwe would canter 
to a consolation victory. And of course, that 125 for the tourists on the back of Mohammed Nabi, very experienced cricketer, making 31. Afsa Zazai, 24. And then the pick of our bowlers were Sikanda Raza, who snared 2 for 18, and Ryan Bell, 2 for 22. But Zimbabwe, they then, of course, were skittled out for 90, losing nine wickets in the process. The top scoring batsman, would you believe it, making 15 runs, and that was Ryan Bell. And the bowler that uh, did all the damage for the tourists of Afghanistan was Noor Ahmad, who picked up four for just 10 runs. And he was ably supported by Sharafuddin Ashraf, who picked up two for 13. The net result, Afghanistan winning by 35 runs. Barry, when they had scored uh, a sub <laughs> below par score. Below par score, yeah. And uh, it just shows that there's something very, very wrong at uh, Zimbabwe cricket because when you have your on the ropes, even in a in a quote unquote dead rubber uh, like this game was, then you've got to sort of see it out and, and be able to close it out and show that you're still competitive. And as a result, I think that uh, that showed that they they needed to be changes. And uh, Zimbabwe cricket, albeit belatedly, has made those changes. Luckers from Whitecliffe sent us a message. Uh, Chris, he says, uh, "Good evening, guys. What's happening with the Chevrons? I'm totally disappointed. As are we all. Our Chevrons coach might be bad, but now I agree with him when he said." our players are not hungry to win games. Most of our players, they're not passionate. They don't have the zeal at all. Our departments, they don't complement each other. When the bowling is good and batting is bad, uh, when the batting mm. is better, the bowling is bad. I wonder if they know what it means to put that jersey on and represent our country. So, whilst a lot of people, Chris, have been talking uh, about the removal of Louch and Rajput, mm. let's for a moment focus on the players, because this was a below-par score. Completely. I think, like you said, when we looked at 125 i think everyone just sort of thought, oh yeah this is great ah, at least we'll get one you know what i mean and unfortunately our batting today just showed exactly where we are just in terms of that chevron setup i think we've talked about consistently that the quality that we get at the level that the chevrons are is not the quality we should be getting and we don't have enough systems that are refining players and ensuring that by the time someone gets to the national team they are a certain degree of quality in terms of just the quality of players that we have, yes, it's not up to par, but I think there's also... It's systemic. It's, it's systemic. And what kind of, you know, environment are the players expected to operate under? There's a lot that we can ask in terms of this setup, but there's definitely a lot of questions around our players and are they really playing for the batch? Okay, let's take a look at the scores uh, from the Zimbabwean side. Uh, Madevere, who opened the batting with the innocent Kaia. Uh, Madevere, 14. Kaia, uh, 12 runs. Marumari made 11. Uh, Craig Irvine, uh, one of the senior pros, just one run. Sikanda Razabat uh, went uh, for a duck. Uh, Madan uh, two runs uh, on debut, I believe. Ryan Bell then top scored to 15. Uh, there was another duck, this time uh, to Tiripano. Uh, Jongwe uh, made four. Ndlovu, 13. And then Chatara, six. Those were the scores, Barry. None really good enough. And if you take a look at all those scores, there was no one who was actually scoring a better than a run a ball. So we failed to transfer pressure in this game where, listen, we should have really counter-attacked at some point because the total was that low. 
the, the scores you just ran through are, are, are good scores for a primary school match. Uh, and, 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 and sadly, <laughs> this was Bryden <laughs> yes. versus Riding. Uh, they would be a fantastic total, 90. Um, but tragically, what uh, Chris was saying is that at this level, we don't expect that, that that's how we're going to perform. Afghanistan, of course, have come up in leaps and bounds. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a good side. But when they score, when they put up a subpar score mm. like they did in we this match, they actually expected to lose. Uh, and in truth, we, we then failed to capitalize. We failed to kick on. And it's as a result of, yes, mentality, but also I truly buy into the, the fact about ref- refinement. It's too easy to play uh, first-class cricket in, in Zimbabwe at the moment. And so our players are going in uh, half-baked. All right. Uh, be part of the conversation like we asked. Uh, send us your messages and uh, we'll read as many of them as we can. 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. We are also on Facebook and Twitter where you can follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Now, the net result of all this or the upshot, uh, whoever you believe, uh, because Zimbabwe Cricket will tell us that this decision was made before the result came to pass. Uh, but uh, 64-year-old Dave Houghton, uh, a former Zimbabwe captain and coach, is of course uh, now replaced. Launchand Rajput is the head coach of uh, uh, the Chevrons. And of course, uh, Launchand Rajput, though, uh, he's moved upstairs uh, in a new role as technical uh, director. You take a look at this, uh, Chris. Um, a lot of people, of course, uh, crying for Lauch and Rajput, I think, to pack his bags. But yeah. he's left the post, not left the country. <laughs> he hasn't left the country. So <laughs> I think he might be partial to the weather. Um, when you take a look at this, it, it, it's highly concerning for me because what you've done is you've taken someone who, in their capacity as head coach, was unable to extract what at least we thought he could from this group of players. And you've elevated that person into possibly a more influential role into a more, a, strategic, a more role. strategic role where there's a lot of planning involved and now there are more let me say there are more generations involved in exactly where Lauchand uh, Rajput's hand is able to reach. So for me, it's a little bit problematic because I don't understand the basis for this decision. Has Zimbabwe been doing well enough that, you know, to someone we want to retain, clearly there's a problem. So why are we taking that problem to a higher level? Matthew Batsin Mutara says Rajput should have been fired full stop. Giving him another post doesn't make sense to me. I also think that Craig is not good enough to captain the Chevrons. We haven't seen a captain type of innings from him in this series. Uh, let's go to our messages here uh, and this one uh, is uh, from a regular contributor and that's Scouter Colin. Uh, he says, more confusion in our cricket, no need to sacrifice Rajput for the incompetence and amateurish performance. It's a no-brainer having to keep on being arrogant whilst we keep losing in unimaginable circumstances. Let's see how Dave Houghton will be as the new gaffer but I just think we need better players. Uh, and <laughs> okay. uh, he goes on to talk about the news reading uh, let's not <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on Michael let's stick to the cricket Barry uh, uh, something that uh, Chris talked about is the new strategic role of Louch and Rajput yeah. uh, we've got Dave Houghton uh, who of course uh, fantastic uh, captain for Zimbabwe uh, when we found test status uh, and in the years after that uh, has become uh, a world renowned coach uh, spent a lot of years in county cricket has come back home uh, now he's now the head coach Louch and Rajput is the uh, our technical uh, director but we also have Hamilton Masakaza who is supposed to be uh, what's he supposed to get uh, director of director cricket, of cricket. <laughs> 
now. Yeah. Who's doing what? <laughs> when? How? Where? Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's it's a bit of musical chairs, if you ask me, because uh, in truth, when you when you elevate a head coach and put him into the technical director role, usually uh, you'll install a mentee uh, of that technical director as your head coach, because then it, it works easier, because uh, you've you've then got the throughput. But now you've got a head coach who himself can easily serve in the position of technical director. Technical director oversees the uh, the, 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 the the elite level uh, performance on the field. Okay? Uh, so that's the technical director's role. Director of cricket then lo- oversees the entire cricketing ecosystem uh, that's in this country. So that's, in- that's inclusive of our school system, inclusive of our franchise system and all sorts. So Hamilton Masakata's role is a lot more broad I believe, uh, and and covers a lot more areas. Walter and Rajput is now overseeing uh, what it is we are doing so, on the green so, grass. So the structural the problems that uh, Chris talked about have to be addressed by Hamilton Masakata. Yes. When we talk about, listen, we need to see new talent. We yeah. need to see new players. We need to find a way to bridge the talent from school into our franchise system and then into our national team and not giving people an easy ride uh, from Churchill into Takashinga, uh, into the national team team and mm. all of a sudden in less than two years you're an international cricketer who's coming up against David Warner uh, and Virat Kohli. Yeah. That, that lies at his door. Sure. That, that, that lies exactly at his door and uh, in truth in the time that he's been there uh, what we have seen is activity more so than action uh, on the part of Zimbabwe cricket and, and activity is great because we've seen a lot more uh, cricket taking place and, and that's, uh, that's good. Mm. Uh, more time in the middle. But it hasn't a tr- <laughs> no, I mean that well, as in we're playing. Of sorts, of sorts. Because when you're being washed by, by Afghanistan, are we really playing? Um, uh, the, the, but we haven't seen any action in terms of cre- uh, correcting those systemic anomalies that exist in our game. We need a lot more refinement, a lot more sifting. Uh, it should be hard to play at the top, at the summit of that pyramid. Uh, and the harder that it is, the better the quality is going to be. Let's go to Chinoy. This is Panaz and the high guys. Uh, just thinking Hangukuta appointment of Dave uh, will it change the way we approach all formats the cricket it's not about the coach but players are amateurs uh, And but but we we also have to say Chris the buck stops with the coach yes he has to take responsibility yeah, but we're not saying that Zimbabwe is losing because we've always lost over the last uh, <laughs> uh, uh, decade yes. but, but we're saying that you know what Yeah, and by teams like Afghanistan, just as the most recent example, Nepal, Nepal, (laughs) (laughs) teams that ordinarily, even at our worst, we should not be, you know, kind of slumping against. And like you said, the buck eventually stops somewhere. And here's the thing about even if players are not technically gifted, even if they are not polished the way they're supposed to be, the impact of a coach must still be seen. We should have seen an improvement. Even if it's marginal, we should be at least to say, you know what? Laoshan Rajput came in and we could see what he wanted to do. We could see the impact that he made. But that's not something we can have in this conversation at the moment because everyone is wondering, this guy came in and in fact, we saw more of a slump than uh, an improvement before um, Laoshan Rajput came in. And uh, Laoshan Rajput uh, coming in in August 2018. Now, let's take a look at where he leaves Zimbabwe as far as rankings are concerned. When it comes to T20 team rankings, Zimbabwe is currently ranked 
ranked 12th. Now, that is behind nations like the United Arab Emirates, mm. Afghanistan. They are ahead of us as far as T20 uh, cricket is concerned. When we go to One Day International Cricket, Zimbabwe, my goodness, we are in 16th place behind Oman, Shots. the Netherlands, <laughs> United Arab Emirates, Scotland, Ireland and Afghanistan. Test cricket, of course, we've got test status, mm-hmm. but surprise, surprise, we're bottom of the pile. We're 10th out of 10th. 39 one-day international games uh, since um, he was appointed, and uh, the result is, is the Chevrons won seven. There was a no result in one, and we lost 30. Uh, and then our wins were against Sri Lanka once, the United Arab Emirates four times. We have a taste for them. Pakistan <laughs> once, and Ireland once. A win ratio of 18 apiece. T twenty cricket thirty six the thirty seven matches. 12 wins and 25 defeats. A win percentage of 32%. Uh, and of course, our wins were against the likes of Nepal, Singapore, <laughs> Namibia. Uh, we did beat Scotland a couple of times. Pakistan once, Bangladesh once, Ireland twice, and Afghanistan once. So uh, Zimbabwe really in a sticky spot uh, after the tenure of Lauch and Rajput. Mike, the- I, ju- I just want to jump in there and, mm. and say... We have a win. We had under him. We had a win ratio of eighteen percent in One Day Internationals, eight oh. percent in Tests, yep. and thirty-three percent in T Twenty Internationals. And that's the man that we've said. Actually, we want you to direct all yes. of our cricket. Yes. <laughs> so, so, here's a corner office. Someone, someone has brought in an interesting perspective here. This is Shepherd Makuviri, uh, Lions Den. Uh, he's by the clinic, by the way, because he had a clinic there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he says, <laughs> so he says. I hope you feel you're right, uh, Shepard. Uh, uh, yeah, I hope you're okay. <laughs> Maybe his elevation is something to do with not wanting to breach his contract. Yeah, it's, it's, about it's, the contract. A, it's a yeah. good point, yeah. but um, just what kind of a contract did he sign? Because here's the thing for me. When you're bringing in a coach, especially at a senior national team level, you are supposed to. he's supposed to sign a performance contract. Mm. So there are supposed to be things in that contract that mean that, you know what, if, he's, if, he, if our win ratio is freaking 8%, we should be... <laughs> Be able to terminate that contract. We, we what kind of that. a contract did he sign in the first place? Well, should we have some, uh, you know, some, uh, some release clauses out there? Some, yeah. Get, yeah. Out yeah. some get out clauses. Uh, yeah, get out clauses. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it looks like uh, if that's the case, then of course they're accommodating him just to avoid having to pay him a huge lump sum in order for him to return to the subcontinent. That is the cricket. Do keep your messages coming in. Uh, we've got a Formula One that's coming up. But before we get there, let's give you a local sports news roundup. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. We'll start off with some rugby news. Zimbabwe's multi-talented sportswoman Precious Marange has been included in the National Women's 15 rug- 15's rugby team, which is scheduled to represent Zimbabwe at the Zim- a Rugby Africa Women's Cup in Cape Town next week. The all-rounder, who has also represented Zimbabwe in international women's cricket and women's sevens rugby, was part of the 25-player Lady Sable squad, which left for Cape Town yesterday. The Rugby Africa Women's Cup will see Namibia, Zimbabwe and South Africa compete in Group A of the competition, which is scheduled to run from Sunday until next Saturday. 
and basketball news Zimbabwe basketball player Stephanie Mavunga is expected to make her debut in the white and red colors of Poland during an international tournament in Greece as she awaits her Polish citizenship to be granted Mavunga who's a long-serving player in the Poland women's basketball league was included in the Polish 12-person squad born in Harare Mavunga moved with her family to the USA as a child and in 2018 was drafted into the WNBA by the Indiana Fever since her rookie season Mavunga has struggled to get a long-running contract in the WNBA resulting in her playing in the Polish league and we always talk about oh it would be so great you know if she played for Zimbabwe but unfortunately in this case Barry there's we can't wish for that because we simply cannot compete. No, no, no. Credit to her. Um, she she saw that she wasn't getting the game time in the US, and it's very hard to do. Uh, moved to a to a uh, you know with respect to the Polish league to a lesser league uh, and got game time. They feel that she can play for the national team. Credit to her. And we'll finish off with some news out of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League, where Harare City coach Taurai Manguiro is hoping for an improvement in his team performance after its dismal performance in the first half of this year's Castle Lager Premier Soccer League campaign. Manguido has used the two-week break in the league to reflect and try to polish up grey areas after the Sunshine Boys managed just three wins from the first 17 matches and have 18 points to just above the drop zone. Alloys, Harare City, I think in the past few seasons, has floundered. But this, I think, is a, it's a bit of a critical point for them. Yeah, you see, when Harare City came in, we actually thought that, you know, they had a vision, you know, uh, they had a monopoly, you know, we, we, they, they, they had um, a, a space where we actually thought that they could actually rise. But they came in, they were like second, I think, they, they almost won the league. And after that, they went flat, right? Right now, they are just also ran in the league they're just floating in the in, in the league and uh, you find you find that uh, for me i believe that they are sh- they are hitting below their weight they are their weight because they should be uh, one of the big teams in the country because they were resourced you never hear yeah only a few a few times when we had a, we had a few issues With about the, the salaries and the yes and, 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 and all that we but, the but they, they were they were resourced they should actually be a team that should actually be competing for owners in this country everyone the hits National Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. The service and maintenance of your vehicle is of the utmost importance to ensure safety and reliability. Zimoko are the only official distributor of Mercedes-Benz, Jeep, Alfa Romeo, Mitsubishi, uh, Haval and GWM in the great nation of Zimbabwe. That said, you should only service your vehicle with uh, with Zimoko as the official service center of these brands. Uh, Our technicians are specially trained by our manufacturers and we use state-of-the-art diagnostic equipment which is constantly online with the manufacturers to make sure that your vehicles properly 
problems are correctly diagnosed and fixed to have you back on the road as soon as possible. Zimboko uses genuine parts and parts bought and fitted through our workshops carry a one-year manufacturer's warranty. Other benefits of servicing your car with Zimoko include a free vehicle health check, value added to your vehicle with a Zimoko service record, complimentary vehicle shampoo and vacuum, and a customer courtesy bus service from Douglas Road workshops to your home or to your workplace. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. All right, let's get into the Formula One news where Ferrari Formula One boss Mattia Binotto says he would rather have the challenge of fixing an unreliable but competitive package than the other way around. The Italian team was hit by a double retirement in the Azerbaijan Grand Prix with Charles Leclerc suffering a spectacular engine failure while leading the race that preceded Carlos Sainz stopping with an unrelated hydraulic issue. Let's hear from Ferrari driver Leclerc who also suffered a power unit failure in Barcelona. It hurts. I mean, we we really need to uh, to look into that for it to not happen again. Uh, yeah, it, I don't I don't really find the right words to describe. Obviously, it's it's very very disappointing. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. We, we really need to look into it. We've been we've been fast and we didn't have particularly big problems in the first part of the season. Now it seems that we have a bit more compared to the beginning of the season, but we didn't change massive things. If anything, we made the thing better. So it's uh, difficult to understand for now, but uh, yeah, we will have to analyze. Obviously, I don't have the full picture of what happened today, and uh, but uh, yeah, just personally, again, it hurts. Well, Baz, uh, the Scuderia making a massive effort, uh, I think, uh, after the end of last season and the beginning of this one, uh, to upgrade the power unit uh, on the vehicle just in an attempt to close the gap uh, with uh, Mercedes and Red Bull. And you've got to say, to some extent, they've managed to do so because they've got a hugely competitive car. The problem is, it's unreliable. And I think we said it in the, at the beginning of uh, when we when we previewed the the, uh, the uh, season as a whole, and we said that reliability was going to be an issue for uh, Ferrari. They need to make, needed to make sure that their package was reliable, and it was at the beginning of the season. Now they're going in the wrong direction. The other challenge is that they also build for Haas and Alfa Romeo. They're also having problems. Mm. So that tells you that listen, it's 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 the package as a whole that's got reliability issues. Whether Matteo Binotto, when he says oh, I want a competitive package and I don't mind having reliability. Issues. I'm not sure when you've got an efficient uh, opponent like Red Bull. Well, let's uh, take a look at the net uh, result of what happened over the weekend, Chris, because uh, the driver's standings have got Max Verstappen, uh, who's building up uh, something of a very comfortable lead at mm. the top right now. Uh, he's got a 21-point edge over Sergio Perez, or his teammate uh, from Red Bull, who is in second place. And, of course, um, uh, further down, uh, he's got, of course, uh, a very healthy 34-point lead now over Charles Leclerc, who was expected to be uh, his main rival this mm-hmm. season and if it continues like this these unreliable uh, unreliability issues uh, Max Verstappen could well drive his way to possibly uh, the easiest championship he's ever going to win <laughs> yeah and uh, when you take a look at this scenario it's interesting that Ferrari started like a house on fire it was you know race after race where we could see this incredible vehicle and we're incredibly proud of it and it's interesting that um Mattia Bonato is saying exactly what Christian Horner said at the beginning of the season when they were having their reliability issues. Except in this scenario, they don't know what to fix. So if this continues, I think Max Verstappen has now got a much more reliable car and he's just going to drive his way straight to the championship. Well, Lewis Hamilton is in sixth place, Barry, 62 points. Uh, he is like, what, 90, 88 points off the pace. That's done. 
It's done. It's done. Uh, there's there's no need for us to talk about Lewis in the in the championship shakeup. Uh, what we need to talk about is uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton coming back stronger next season or retiring outright. But when uh, when you start having uh, issues with your back, <laughs> where have we heard that before? Uh, Tiger Woods, uh, cough, cough. I think that it could be it could be the end of Lewis Hamilton, and sadly so. Well, from Azerbaijan, they go to Canada. It's a back-to-back Grand Prix in Formula One, and of course the Canadian. Grand Prix on this weekend. Z. Uh, back to Zamoku now. Currently, we ha- have a f- we have a few uh, service promotions running at the moment. Firstly, uh, we are offering a special pricing on the servicing of your Mercedes-Benz vehicle. Keep your Mercedes-Benz running the way the engineers intended by servicing your vehicle with Zamoku, the only official distributor of Mercedes-Benz in Zimbabwe. Uh, the service promotion includes C-Class, E-Class, S-Class, ML, GLE, GL, and GLS. If you're Mike Madoda, those models and uh, a minor service are priced at 259 US and major services are priced uh, from 372 US dollars. Secondly, our Jeep service promotion is one not to be missed as the only authorized distributor of Jeep, Chrysler and Dodge in Zimbabwe. Let us take care of your vehicle with service you can trust and make sure your vehicle is running at its best. Minor service pricing of your Jeep starts from $234 and major service pricing is from 415 US dollars. Last but not least, uh, we have a special offer on high-performance carbon ceramic brand. Brake pads for Mercedes-Benz models of C-Class, E-Class, S-Class, ML, GLE, GL and GLS. Front brake pads and wear sensors start from just 107 US dollars and rear brake pads and wear sensors start from just 110 dollars. Price includes fitment and labor. Don't leave your safety to chance. Have your brakes checked with our Zimoko experts. Now for more information on our Zimoko service promotions and special offers, please visit our website zimoko.com. That's zimoko.co.zw. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We begin in Nottingham where England were chasing 299 to beat New Zealand in the second test of a three-match series to take an unassailable series lead. England managed to win that test by five wickets. In news from London, Serena Williams has confirmed that she will make her long-awaited comeback at Wimbledon. The former world number one was not on the entry list after her ranking dropped too low to compete, but the wild cards are yet to be announced by the tournament through... Though the 23-time major champion has announced her participation on Instagram, Williams has not played since she slipped on the centre court grass during her first round Wimbledon match against Aleksandra Sasnovic and retired injured after just six games last year. Mike, this is really great in terms of Wimbledon itself, seeing Serena play again. But do we really have a realistic, you know, proposition here just from her winning another Grand Slam? I think she's got to start somewhere. Uh, I, I don't think she'll be amongst the favourites uh, to win the Grand Slam. Uh, but uh, I think there'll be a lot of curiosity. Uh, the organisers mm. will be pleased as punch uh, because uh, Serena Williams, just like Tiger Woods, is a big draw card as yeah. far as viewership is concerned. And we'll touch down in San Francisco where the Golden State Warriors are one win away from the seventh NBA title after Duh. Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> mm. Sure, you have you. 
about this. Yeah. Inspired his team to a 104-94 win over Boston Celtics. The Warriors lead the series 3-2 and can claim a fourth title in eight years with victory in the Game 6 of the Best of 7 contest in Boston on Thursday. Wiggins lead led Golden State with 26 points while Clay Thompson added a further 21. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timelines. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it. Share it. Fan Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. All right, uh, we've hit the fan zone. Just a reminder of the number, 0731-168-045. Captain John Kambarami in Glenora is asking, what's wrong with Lewis Hamilton, Chris? He's having a bit of a sulk. (laughs) Um, I I think when you take a look at that situation, I don't think he expected to get the tractor that he got in terms of that vehicle. And I think George Russell is still keen to prove himself eager. And I I honestly... Did you call it a tractor? I I really did. It's a tractor. Guys, Um, Guys, Mercedes tractor. (laughs) It's a Mercedes tractor. It's slow. He's, He's just... I think he was used to having one of the best cars on Mm. the grid. And now that he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Because how can you then explain that George Russell's got the same car and he's able to get these podium wins? So I I think he's having a bit of a sock. Hey guys, it's Kudzanai. Honestly, some of the decisions, I know it one is ZC, I don't understand them. Rajput should just be fired. He spends most of his time in India. And I think some of the coaching staff members like Matsikinira should be replaced with more quality coaches because they have failed us. We are tired of these poor results. And and of course, there is talk, Barry, that uh, Lance Kluzner yeah, uh, has, has, has made his return. Yeah, Lance Kluzner's back. Uh, Zulu's back in, in the as batting coach. Uh, they're searching for a bowling coach. Uh, but yes, Matsikinere, I think he's been redeployed uh, as ZC does. They just move you around and, and all sorts. I'm sure he'll pop up somewhere. He'll pop up somewhere. <laughs> uh, the landlord in Bulawayo says, government should just call the ICC and tell them we no longer have a national cricket team. <laughs> Wow, that's a good one. Wow, <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's a good one. That's a very yeah, good one. We ain't got one. All right, now this one here is a bit of a Pandora's box. You don't tell us who you are, uh, and I'm trying to look if you've ever sent a message. No, you haven't. As the problem is the system and structures which promote boys from school and local clubs. That team, which was mainly white, was competitive because they came from playing uh, county cricket, and some some had tasted cricket in Australia. What we have are former schoolboys, academy and local club cricketers. Emotions ruined cricket when we criticised it for being elitist. Integration of black players should have been gradual and based on merit. Ooh. I agree it's with a, the last statement. Yeah, it's it's a it's an uh, and, and 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 the truth. Um, I, I'm I I am a firm believer in a meritocracy. Okay. Yes. Let's let's empower our our uh, the previously marginalised groups, whatever those groups may be. Uh, but let it be on merit. And I think that there's been uh, too much of speed applied to 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 getting players to play for the chevrons simply to tick a box rather well, than looking at the best players. And, and in, accusations. Uh, in that uh, they are mostly from Takashiga. Uh, that you know what there's a clique that runs yeah. uh, cricket and that um, if you got yeah, from Takashinga you've got mm. as good a chance as because they're, uh, they are guys who are from the south of the country who are saying that you know what never mind that you know what uh, white guys are not uh, don't feel like they are getting a fair shake mm. we 
are also not getting a fair shake because uh, Takashinga seems to be running everything. Yeah, and, and when you take a look at those kinds of um, accusations, first and most importantly, I think we need to obviously say that these are exactly that accusations. But uh, when you now take a look at the numbers to say, okay, how many players are actually coming specifically from this one area? Why do we not have enough players coming from different parts of the country? Then I think we have an argument that stands to reason. And there are questions that must be asked at Zitsi to, in terms of their selections, their structures, what exactly is in place. Is this a game of personality or is it that there is an actual system in place and it's not just down to a couple of people in terms of the makeup of that squad. This is the Fan Zone. We're going to read a couple of messages before we shift to the football. Thanks, Mzimba and Gromonzi. Says, uh, what's up, guys? The answer the Shimozel is coming from the top. Masakadza and co. have been couch potatoes and dwaddlers rather than doing something to turn the tide. Do they have strategic intent? Have you seen anything, Barry, to suggest that they have the strategies in place to actually turn the ship around and put it on steady water? Uh, to an extent, to an extent. Because what have you it, seen? You know what? It takes. It, take, it if takes. If results are getting worse, it takes. <laughs> it takes effort to get to where we've gotten, where we're playing more cricket. Let's let's okay. let's 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 at least okay, applaud that that that's the work that has been done. There is a lot of work that hasn't been done, but uh, all of the work that hasn't been done can't then overshadow the work that has. And I. I I think to call them couch potatoes perhaps is a bit harsh, but they are important boxes that haven't been ticked yet and need to be ticked quickly. Okay, Tanasha in Chi Town, this will be our last message. You say good evening, guys. I think we have, what has been done at the Zim men's national cricket is nothing. They've only changed hairstyles, but, <laughs> the, head, but the head is the same. They are slowing progress as a country. No doubt, a very, very topical issue this one. Uh, but I think a lot of people will be waiting to see what changes and what positive effect the likes of Dave Houghton and Lance Klusner can bring to the Chevrons, especially with the T20 World Cup qualifiers coming later on. And of course, that uh, daunting tour down under to play Australia. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All right, let's start on the continent. Now, Morocco have taken a major step toward qualification for the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations after they defeated Liberia 2-0 at the start. Mohamed V in Casablanca last night. The results secured by goals from uh, Faisal Fadier and uh, Yusuf al in Nasiriya uh, sees the Atlas Lions top of Group K with six points and uh, in truth no surprises there Alois uh, Morocco um, they've been going great guns they've got the quality They, they in, in truth we knew they would beat Liberia it was a question of how many as opposed to if they would beat, beat yeah just one quick look at the group you can actually tell that they are the favourites from the group and they're actually showing that you know coming from behind as well against, uh, against South Africa you know they showed their pedigree and uh, they've got the quality like mm-hmm. you say they've got everything that is going for them they're actually a rising nation you can actually tell that their football is actually improving and growing you know so for me I think uh, they, they, they're they've got the, the current they, uh, they've Champions got, League uh, they've got uh, their clubs Champions, are doing yeah. well mm-hmm. their clubs are forever in the Cup Cup finals the Champions League finals you know they're, they're actually arising I think they're actually kind of like doing much better especially at club level than the Egyptian uh, Egyptian clubs at the moment because you will hear that 
that the Moroccans are always some in the final, in the semi-final, or both teams are in the final. You know, so I think they're doing something right. You know, Mike was telling us the other time. Remember that they built a magnificent, massive complex, footballing complex, complex yeah. as well in Morocco. The king, you know, yeah, yeah the king built it. Yeah, he exactly. paid for the, so paid the ball. That is kind of investment that they are putting in football. You know, you cannot go wrong mm. with investment. No, you if you invest, you you, you reap the results. And, There's and no of doubt course, they they they're now uh, on the on the cusp of uh, a dawn at the Africa Cup. In fact, it's you could say it's secured uh, because this is a three-team uh, league. <laughs> uh, because Zimbabwe, obviously, because uh, of our suspension, we 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 pulled out, and it's likely that South Africa and Morocco will be the two that will go to the Cup Cup of Nations, and deservedly so. Yeah, when you take a look at um, that kind of a scenario, I think we've got two teams that can actually go to this competition and serve up some action. I mm. think that's what we always look for. And like you said, this group three teams. Well, it was kind of obvious. Chris with a slight dig at Zimbabwe, there, but we'll move swiftly <laughs> on. We would have qualified if we were playing. Ah, ah, just to participate. Ah, 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 it's not Wacky Wednesday yet, Alice. <laughs> Other results from last night. Sierra Leone 2 all draw with Guinea-Bissau and AFCON uh, qualifiers return during the September FIFA international break. I think that'll be the last international break before we go into the World Cup. Let's give you some news from headquarters of football and then some transfer news. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Now, the International Football Association Board, IFAB, football's lawmakers, uh, say is artificial intelligence-driven, semi-automated, video-assistant referee, offside technology is on course to be implemented for this year's World Cup in Qatar. The time taken to make an offside decision, in some cases up to four minutes, has been a major issue with VAR. The semi-automated technology developed by FIFA should cut this down to three to four seconds by providing the VAR with faster and more accurate information. It'll work in a Qatar, but will it work in the Premier League? That's not my question, Michael. <laughs> my question is, the great thing is that IFAB, FIFA and the uh, suits in football are trying to make this better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the fact that they're trying to speed up the game and they're also trying to make sure that, uh, you know what, uh, they sort of like cut out the amount of time uh, that the ball is off the field of play. I think that has been the huge discussion uh, am- uh, amongst the custodians of the laws of the game. Uh, how we can sort of like have more football and less stoppages and yeah. how decisions are made a lot quicker. Uh, so we, we were getting... Uh, I think the referees who were in the VAR booth uh, to sort of like be the ones calculating uh, whether it was offside, drawing lines, ETC, calculating angles. And unless you've got a degree in trigonometry, uh, then it's going to be very <laughs> which difficult. They don't. Which they, some of these guys don't. Uh, some of these guys may have struggled with their basic uh, O-level uh, math. 
Uh, and they're still trying to figure out Pythagoras. Yeah, they're still trying to figure out Pythagoras. And they were asking them to do these things. So the fact that it's going to be automated and the fact that the decision is going to take three to four seconds, I think for me, is a plus. I don't care who's making uh, the decision as long as it's the right one made and it's made very quickly. A huge plus. And uh, from what Mike is saying, the Premier League, along with other major leagues, uh, hopes that to introduce the technology for the 2023-2024 season after successful launch at the World Cup. The IFAB also confirmed that it would hold trials to limit time wasting with the ball generally in play for just 54 minutes yeah. of the 90. So we're playing 54 minutes mm. of a 90 minute game. So this should certainly help and no in, way. In Zimbabwe should be less. <laughs> in Zimbabwe, I think we're playing under 30. Mm. Uh, the, the, uh, and, and the great thing is that we'll see far more action results It'll mean more goals, more action. Uh, it's it's good for everybody, isn't it, Alex? Yeah, and more entertainment as well. Because yep. as long as the ball is on the field, we are entertained. Well, I, I, I I I'm happy that they are bringing in all those uh, those uh, those issues so that we can actually have uh, a better entertainment. You know, maybe they can actually revisit that issue of 60-minute game, where like basketball, where you stop the clock every time the ball is out. Stop it when okay. before you okay. take your goal. All right, Alex, keep, quiet. keep quiet. Yeah, you're, you're doing well <laughs> until you got to that point. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean everything. I, I want, I want everything to be fast forward. I was talking about it in that in, in our in our football group as yeah, well. Yeah. The tap and go. Mm. You, you follow me. I don't have to wait for you for your team for to make a war and the references, the tenures, wait for the whistle. Yes. I just tap it and I go yeah. because I still gain my advantage. Yeah. That all those kind of rules coming into the into into football. The I want. I'm, uh, yeah, mm. it's actually quite good. And yeah, it's there's, a, there's a lot more technology involved, but I think my favorite thing about this is the fact that um, there's going to be visual graphic visualization of um, an offside decision and also replays available for broadcasters and stadium screens within 25 seconds. Yeah. I think yeah. this keeps the audience, whether they're in the stadium or at home, very engaged. Because previously, what we've seen is we've had the commentator talking and talking and talking for and a while. No one knows what's happening. Yeah. And now we'll be able to see exactly how the decision was made. So I think broadcasters everywhere are celebrating. All right. Let's talk Nations League, guys. Now, Holders France uh, failed to qualify for the final mm. four of the Nations League when they slumped to a 1 0 defeat at home to Croatia as they stayed winless in the competition. World champions who have been now lost two and drawn two our bottom of group one on two points five adrift of Croatia who prevailed thanks to an early Luka Modric penalty football pundit Julian Lorenz says it is not time for France to panic despite the defeat I mean tonight was bad really bad uh, Deschamps was bad in everything pretty much he did from the team selection to the tactics I mean he would have to explain to me how you can play at home against Croatia being one nil down and then play a 4-5-1 out of possession. This made no sense whatsoever to me that midfield was not ready for a game like this and yet you can argue that he was never able to play his strongest 11 in, in any of those four games that we've just seen in the last 10 days for injuries and players out of form or players left at home to rest, that kind of stuff. I understand that, but he still had enough talent in that squad of 23 players, 24 players to do better than what we saw in those four games. And, and this is disappointing, very disappointing. It is from his point of view, from the, from the team's point of view as well. They're out of the Nations League already now. They will have to try not to be relegated even, which would be an absolute embarrassment. Z. Uh, Alois, the world champions were in a group or are in a group with Denmark, Croatia, Austria. They're bottom of that group. Really? It's embarrassing because it's not even like the group of death. 
one look like I was talking about the Morocco the Morocco group yeah. one look at the group you say you Our friends are going through that yes yeah, but now so this I think I agree with uh, I agree with the it's embarrassing big game tonight trailing their old rivals by two points in the Nations League standings uh, Germany go up against Italy in Mönchengladbach tonight uh, following draws for both sides of the weekend they wrap up their frantic spell at the start of their respective League A Group 3 campaigns by meeting for the second time in less than a fortnight uh, Italy in transition Germany wanting to cement their position how does this one go Mikey? Uh, I think it's going to be a closely fought affair uh, I think uh, both teams really will look at this fixture uh, and uh, they will have the attitude that the, the, the Nations League for them is not a priority. Uh, Italy has missed out on the World Cup. They have already started planning uh, for the next championship. Yep. They've already started for the next World Cup uh, and Germany themselves will feel that, you know what, we haven't yet completed our journey. Uh, they are looking at the World Cup to put in a decent performance. In fact, we were speaking to someone who uh, has an in on the goings-on in Germany. They were saying that this World Cup is not even their focus. No. Uh, they're actually not planning for this World Cup. They're plan- planning for the next World Cup. Mm. Uh, that's the one that they're targeting. Uh, so for them, they've started a journey and they will stay true to their strat- strategic intent. That's yeah. what the Germans are really good at. Uh, they set these uh, 10, 12-year plans and they stick to them. And uh, invariably, they're always successful. And they usually deliver. Oh, such a pity we couldn't talk about Didier Deschamps. But hopefully sometime this week we'll get a chance to talk about him. Because if I were in a position of power in France, you're fine. he would be Done. Wow. Before the world cup. <laughs> I'll tell you the same. I'll tell you. Yeah, They shouldn't be in Qatar. They shouldn't be in Qatar. But have you noticed? Even for me, Bobby Martinez. Yeah. Same. Yeah. He would be gone. That's the other one. <laughs> yes, the Belgium one. He should go also. Anyway, Belgium is in action tonight. They take on Poland. Uh, and then other matches, England versus Hungary and Netherlands will be taking on Wales. So much for glorified friendly matches. We're back tomorrow for Wacky Wednesday. Should be a good one. Don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. And Andy, out. That is Messi. The cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.